sit around the fire with me beautiful soul, light a candle, sip a cup of cacao, slow your breath, let me guide you back to your soul and the brilliance of your uniqueness. This is a space for leaders, creatives, entrepreneurs and healers to receive, to be held and reconnect. In this podcast I weave together the magic of dharma, human design and living a shamanic way of being to live in your truest, fullest soul's expression in this life and business. I share my own personal stories and have beautiful heart-to-heart soul-led conversations with those that are weaving their dharma and daring to be truly themselves. Welcome to this episode. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about what is soul retrieval, what is shamanic work, and also the experience of a recent soul retrieval that I did on myself, and how I actually needed some coaching with that, and how it's going to inform the way that I work in the future. So I have been doing shamanic work for about 20 years now. I've had two beautiful teachers who studied with cultures and lineages across the world from the the Lakota people to tribes in Africa and when I speak about this I'm very very aware of white privilege and I'm very very aware of cultural appropriation so I feel very happy with saying that I'm a shamanic practitioner because since I've been born I've been doing this work I've been living between the worlds I can go to the different worlds that we call in shamanic work when really it's 5D, um, 3D, the quantum field that is the 5D. I've always been intuitive, I've always talked to spirits and I've always been a healer. So every ancient culture has, or indigenous people, have their own um, shamans, their own healers of the tribe, their own seers. I do not claim to have the to have been initiated in the Lakota or any African tribes, but I have learned some of their beautiful tools and ways of being. And I'm also studying the Celtic ways. And I think actually I want to note this, that I'm in the UK and we're very disconnected from our land. Oh, I'm going to go off one here. I will go off on here. Oh, I always talk intuitively, so let me just go, I'll go in a moment. But we're very disconnected from the land and organised religion and the patriarchal system has very much disconnected us from the wise ways, the plant medicine that is on our land. And we need to get back to that desperately. So as an aside about us being disconnected from the land, this is shooting off completely. I didn't mean to go there. I meant to talk about soul retrieval, but it's all linked. So my husband, um, I love his activism and I love what he is reading and telling me about because I can't read about everything. So he's very much into the right to roam. He's been reading about the laws of trespass and how... Basically, we've had our land taken away from us back from the feudal days of the common people doing the wars and then the lords and ladies had the manners and still that those um, those lands are theirs. And at our countryside, a lot of it is cordoned off. And during the lockdown, we've got the most beautiful view. My do- my daughter and husband had this thing that let's go and view the view. So they travel um, across the city to the view and most of it was 
empty land or woodland, but fenced off, out of bounds. And in places like Scotland, they have the right to roam. Like you can you can go through land as long as you don't go too close to the householder's um, home. So a lot of the laws were against traveling people. And, um, oh, I can't remember the book. I think it's Trespass or the, and there's a charity or organization called The Right to Roam. It's really interesting to look at how separated we are from this land that we live on. So when you go to somewhere where we are allowed to go to, it's packed. We need to be with the land. We need to know the stories. We need to feel the land. We need to feel the openness of it. And yet we're just being siphoned into these places where they're overpopulated and we don't want to be there because it's like being in the city with all these people. You can't really connect with the nature as much. It's so sad. And in shamanic traditions, connection to land is so important. The ability to wonder and be in silence and with the land and with the animals all around us and the wildness of it all. It's all part of it. So I really did go off there and I can't remember where I started, but let's go with it. So I was talking about a shamanic way of being and owning that and yeah just saying we've really lost it and I can remember my shamanic teacher saying to me once Karen you're here to bring the old ways back Um, and I still don't quite know what that looks like but it's very much in my psyche that I promise when I know how it is I will do that so at the moment I do that by teaching shamanic journeying by teaching people to connect their intuition by being I suppose a kind of little bit telling the stories of things that we might want to look at to really look underneath the power structures that I feel the squeeze I'll be honest with you all here I feel the squeeze and as I feel the squeeze of our souls and spirits being sucked out of us this capitalistic society I feel the squeeze of the government you know going into new oil fields despite it harming our country and world and people across the world quite takes my breath away and I don't have a solution all I can do is share my truth so I did a soul retrieval on myself which is one of the shamanic practices so what is shamanism and what is soul retrieval so a shaman is really when it breaks down to it, walks between the worlds. So that means we have one foot in the 3D, the physical world, which means we're grounded, we're not floaty, we're practical, we're part, we're a functioning part of society. It doesn't work if we're all floaty, floating, all spiritual. We need to be of the earth. We are incarnated on this earth to have a human bodied experience. However, because of training, connection to intuition, source, trust, belief, we are able to journey to the quantum field, the 5D. It's often known as the Akashic Records. We're able to go into a different dimension to get knowledge, to go forward, backwards. It might sound very strange, I understand that, but this is what I believe in. doesn't mean you have to believe in in it, but I have been working in this field for, like I say, about 20 years. I've had the most amazing experiences and brought back information and knowledge, which is spot on. So um, I'm all in, I'm I'm there. So that's what a shaman does. And they, they have many different lineages, many different practices, many different ways of working, many different tools. 
um, that are very, very powerful. So soul retrieval is one of those practices. And the idea is that we have this soul, we have our spirit. And what happens as we go through life is that we have very traumatic experiences that cause our soul to shatter. And we don't lose ourselves, but we might feel that we have lost ourselves. We might feel that we're disconnected. We might feel that we're not all there, that we're not really whole. Might have low mood, depression, might have anxiety, might not be able to sleep very well. There's all sorts of um, symptoms of soul loss. But I don't like to see it as soul loss. I like to, I imagine an aura, this energy field around us all. And in the aura, the way that I've been shown it is that we have little fragments, like little shards of glass or mirror, like just, it's there, but it's not quite aligned. So it's, it's just a bit away from our body and energy field. And what I've seen and what I experienced, and again, what I've been explained by my guides is that these parts of energy loop. So they replay the event that caused you to um, have that soul loss over and over again. It's a way of processing trauma because at the time it feels too much to process. So it's like, right, we'll park that there. So if you like, it's like um, a trauma car park in your energy field. And so when you go for soul retrieval, I've done this for people and I have the ability to do it for myself. So you you go on a journey and you ask to call the parts of your soul back that are ready for you to receive right now and you bring them back. And what can happen is sometimes, well, all the time, those parts of you that come back need to be tendered for a good week or so. And if you do the behavior or have a, a re-traumatization of why they scattered in the first place, they'll scatter again. Sometimes I go and parts really need persuading to come back and sometimes they're ready to come back like, right, let's get in my, let's get in the power. So I brought a few parts of myself back recently and one of them just wants to dance all over the place but also needs me to see her and see how that I abandoned her by putting people in front of me from the age of about 12 um, and younger actually, I think one part was. They, she wants me to learn this lesson. So I've, I've brought that energy back and I've sat with her and she is furious. She's settled in now, but she was furious, like the feelings of fire and anger and frustration and how could you, how could ever, anyone do this was so strong. It was really strong and really intense. And it felt very chaotic. And so I took that to my coach and I told her everything. And we worked through it. And she gave me some really amazing coaching as ever. And as I sat with this part of myself, I looked at how I can process her anger because underneath her anger is sadness and hurt actually. And underneath most anger is where our boundaries haven't been respected or we're angry or, or we're hurt or sad. So I sat with her and I honored her and I apologized to her. Again, I've just done this in another podcast, the Ho'oponopono prayer. I'm sorry, please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. 
I honoured her. I saw her pain. And I've promised her that I will do my best not to abandon her ever again. I see her. I see her strength. I see her strength at helping other people feel better even though she was falling apart inside and hurt and lost. And I honour her. And I also accept the fire. I accept the emotions of anger that I think I have been numbing down a bit. I've been playing a little bit small in some areas. And so I honoured her to see her fire, to see her strength and to stop playing small. The reason I'm sharing this is because the old way that I did soul retrieval, I do soul retrieval, I would send a message to the person or have a conversation with the person, tell them what I had got, tell them the aftercare, that they need to tend to themselves, stay away from alcohol, um, stay away from crowds for a bit, like really nourish themselves and listen to what that part of them is saying. However, with my skills now, I don't feel that that is in alignment with the transformation that I want to hold potential for in people. Without the coaching that I received, I don't know if I'd have got the effect or the um, transformation or the healing that that part of me coming back would require. So it feels a lot more aligned that when I do soul retrievals, I'll be doing soul retrievals with a coaching session a week after or two coaching sessions because sometimes it's a lot to bring back and we can't always see the lessons for ourselves. Sometimes it helps to be seen and to be recognised and someone say, oh my goodness, that's a lot. I understand why your soul went off, that part of your soul went off. I understand now when you bring it back how intense that my, may feel. And here's some practices to help yourself move through this. It's really powerful work to do that. And so I thought that was, I just wanted to share with you my, my thoughts because I'm going to repeat again. In my human design, I'm here to share my thoughts with the world either to help you and you go, yes, I think that too. Or either you might be like, oh, I don't think that at all. And then you find your own truth and and that's it. So that is what I wanted to share today. I'd love to hear your reflections. So yeah, and um, I don't know if my offerings will be ready yet because I record, then I publish in the future. But if you have any questions, if you want to know Soul Retrievals for you, please contact me and we can have a chat and yeah, we'll see if it's right for you. So sending lots of love. Take care. Bye.